Yeah, no need for an intro. See the green glow when the lights dim low. You already know this is the turn of the Jedi. Yet I feel slept on like a red eye. I used to be respected. Now I'm left on the shelf, dust collected from head to toe. Oh, and my lightsaber got stole. That's colder than cold, but at least I have a face. He's here every day at the place for my ace, my girl. Well, some call her a connoisseur of collectibles like me. So is he, but unlike her, he's a freaking thief. While he's robbing my hood to sell goods on eBay, I'm making calls even to deep space. This fool better trek himself, he's already wrecked himself. I'm gonna make him wet himself.
Okay. So, if you are listening to this, you have decided to download our episode 4.5 and hear our discussion about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yes. Um, just so that we're clear, uh, this this will be full spoilers. Um, this is the warning. Yeah. Um, in, in order for us to discuss this, uh, I mean, Marco is a little more of an expert to discuss Star Wars. I don't get to discuss it as often other than with my girlfriend and my kid. So, um, in order for us to fully discuss it properly, we're just going to put it all on the table there. So, um, you know, we'll review the movie, but I think a lot of what we kind of wanted to get into, the intriguing part of this whole movie is the divisive nature of mm-hmm. of this story, whether people feel yeah. be- betrayed by it or people feel like yeah. it's, it's wrong or whatever. Um, but I think, you know, you guys have, have had this lengthy discussion about this, so why don't you give us a little bit of the... the story behind that yeah definitely um yeah so you know i as everybody knows me as dark mucho over at the starlight digest i run the the star wars podcast and we are been lifelong star wars fans correct so and we i guess you know i don't know if because we dissect this the, the franchise so much that we have expectations and preconceived notions of what luke should have been doing and leia should have been doing right so we Going into this movie, and like, there's a lot of me out there. There's a lot of personalities that are just like me. Where you go into watching Episode Eight <coughs> as the second act of this of this trilogy. Now, that's that's a very important thing to remember. Yeah, I think that we went in as expectations because I I didn't know how to act when I first saw the movie. I was like, I don't know what I just saw. I didn't process it, and I was very negative. But I wasn't like hating it, right? Like we always kind of say, oh. Uh, we kind of compare it to the prequels. No, it wasn't worse than the prequels, but I didn't know what I saw. I didn't know how to act. I didn't know how to process. Right. Um, the, and the majority of the community, the Star Wars community, actually felt the same. And I and I felt kind of relieved that everybody else felt the same because I was looking at, like, you know, Darth Dad and, and everybody else that's in the podcast plus all our friends. And they're like, you guys, what would you think? We're like, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Did you hate it? No, I didn't hate it, but right. I didn't love it because I didn't know how to. So – you know, going back and, and um, I told myself, OK, look, and we even did this on our podcast. We said, look, we got I got to watch this again because um, I have to process on everything what's going on. Now, I'll get into some of the, the expectations that the community had and what they still have. But seeing it a second time, I walked in there and I went by myself to the theater and I went, and went in there and I, I told myself, I could look, what did you have a problem with before? I said, well, the humor drove me out of the film. Uh, some of the scenes like Leia and you know the spacewalk scene and the Poe uh, not the po- the Finn and Rose arc it just was out of place and right. too long and it just took me out so and then I go and I told myself what did I like about it and I'm like Luke Skywalker I absolutely loved and we'll get into that in a second too because the community is still torn on that right but it was starting to as I was thinking about the movie start to outweigh the good to the bad so I went in there a second time I saw it and the first thing I did when I walked out of there, I called up uh, Chris, who's a dark dad in our podcast. And I said, Chris, I just saw a really great Star Wars film. And he was just like, because he's seen it twice also. Okay. And he was, I'm right with you. And I, I can't believe that we reacted the way we did the first time because this film is actually really good. Um, it, made, it made a lot of sense seeing it the second and the third time to me because, again, I, I went in there knowing what was going to happen and 
putting my mind like, okay, I'm going to open my mind up. I'm just going to watch a Star Wars film and I'm going to try to include this lore into the ongoing saga. Okay. Now, I think the controversy is people still hate it. Now, a lot of Star diehard Star Wars fans hate it. People that just oh, okay, no Star Wars or just kind of introduced it, they love the film. They never had a problem with it. Right. But the diehards are saying Luke Skywalker wouldn't act like this. He's not the. How can you make him a coward? And how can you make him, um, you know, isolate himself on an island and not go after his friends when all the other movies he was trying to help his friends or whatever? Right. And and I always t I, I went back like this because that never was an issue for me. But there, no, no. here's my response to that: was this is the second act of a third of a third movie? You know, of three movies. So you're gonna get a lot more confusion, a lot more. Uh, questions and answered but at the end of this film luke skywalker did the most heroic thing in the world right by sacrificing himself to save the resistance to make peace with leia to make almost peace with kylo and told kylo if you go down this path i will forever haunt you just like your dad's going to be with you for like almost like haunting you mm -hmm. and it killed the effort killed luke skywalker and he went off and you know pretty much like I was, I was blown away by that arc. I absolutely love it because you know what? In Episode Nine, Luke Skywalker is not dead. Everybody thinks he's dead. He's not dead. He's one with the Force. He can definitely have a sure. big presence in this thing. Now, continuing the controversy of why is he on the island and he just, you know, shunned away over a. Everybody says, oh, because he had a bad dream of Kylo Ren. It's like, you guys, look beyond your nose a little bit. Okay, okay? he didn't just have a bad dream. He had. He saw darkness in him from day one. Leia sent Kylo Ren to Luke Skywalker to be trained because he sh they sensed too much Vader in him. They said it in right. Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. And so they thought, okay, Luke Skywalker's training the Jedi and whatever. So as Luke is meditating over Kylo, he saw his heart was already too far gone that he was unbeyond, he was beyond savable. Sure. Like he, he can't be, this guy, Snoke got to him and he saw all his visions that he, Kylo Ren's going to destroy everything. Mm -hmm. And he went to pretty much kill Kylo, but he had that, you know, the glimpse of like he ignited the saber and he wasn't going to do it. And that's what just set off Kylo Ren. And, and that's what that's why he, Luke went into exile. Now, right, right. because he went into exile that he had the, the Jedi teachings with him. OK, mm -hmm. the Jedi teachings tell you if you fail at your um, your teachings and if you fail as a Jedi and the Jedi teaching, you have to take what is called a barrage and they go away. They go away and they meditate on their failures and they never return. Oh, okay. uh, Yoda did this. You right. know, after his fail, Yoda did that after he failed to kill the Emperor. Right. He went off in Dagobah. Uh, Obi Wan did the same. He went off the Tatooine. Right. You know, like, and that's why the whole thing about the Jedi must end. And it wasn't because it was the Jedi's use of the Force and how they how they made their own rules to be a Jedi. It was too vain and it was too uh, selfish. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why Luke was telling Ray, like, find that in-between. Find that balance. And if you find that balance, and he says that, that what the Jedi didn't understand is that's not for them to manipulate. Right. You know what I mean? So this is why what Luke was on the island by himself. And, and uh, you know, yes, there is still some controversy on why he didn't um, stop Ky or continue to hunt Kylo down to actually, like, you know, let, not let Kylo run amok and just you know be and go to the island and die and just not stop him. So, but there, we might get some more of that in episode nine. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I yeah, had some about um, about him isolating himself and what mm -hmm. you know people 
say that he wouldn't do that or whatever. Um, even if you go beyond, um, I didn't actually know that whole thing about the, like, if you fail as a Jedi that you have to leave or whatever. Like, I know the history that they did that, but I didn't know that was an actual thing of the religion. Yeah. Uh, but even for people to just say, you know, oh, well, Luke wouldn't do that or he wouldn't run off like that, but. But why not? How do you, oh, I mean, what are you basing (laughs) it on? A kid that was in his early twenties. Uh, 30 fucking years ago that he's gone through all kinds of shit and he's seen some shit and he's done some shit that he's not proud of. And so you don't know what this Luke Skywalker is like. I mean, no, you don't. We last saw him. Honestly, there is, we saw him 30 years ago and then we saw him for 15 fucking seconds when he took a lightsaber out of her hand. This is what people don't realize. Like Mm -hmm. star Wars diehard fans. When I say people, you people, this is what they don't realize. There's 33 years in between. Well, right. And you just have to think of him as a human being, yeah. not a Jedi. Sure. Like, oh, I, he, people he change in, in time. People become different. Yeah. People are weird. And so. And he wasn't uh, trained as a traditional Jedi. Sure. Too. You know, he had a few lessons with Yoda, and that was about it. And he, they pretty much told him, you just have to go kill Vader. They used Luke Skywalker to destroy the Emperor and Vader. Right, right. And by, by the way, like, Luke faced Vader... But he didn't go out to kill him. He just defended himself against Vader, and Vader is the one who redeemed, you know, uh, was redeemed by right, Luke right. and killed the Emperor. Now, also another point to make is like Luke went off to to head the Jedi Order, and the galaxy saw him as a legend, as this ultimate hero, the Golden Boy. Um, and this is in the new canon series. Okay, right, so right. the galaxy saw Luke Skywalker, what Luke Skywalker could not live up to. Okay, and the reason why he you know, withdrew within himself after his failure with the council or the Jedi order and Kylo Ren is that all he knew was to retreat, okay. you know, because he could not, like he said it in the, in the movie, he says, what do you want me to do? When Ray was questioning, what do you want me to do? Run out to the first order with my laser sword and, and kill them all. It's right. like, you got me all wrong lady. I'm not, I can't do that. Like, I'm not that guy that you built me up. And, uh, and right. the whole purpose of, Skywalker being in this galaxy was he is our hero. He is our spark. And Luke Skywalker could not live up to that. Right. So that's one of the controversies. Now, a lot of people disagree because of the old EU, which was before Disney bought Star Wars. Uh, Luke Skywalker was powerful and he had all these abilities and he and he did a lot of good things. But that the thing is, we don't have that story no more. That story has gone. Yeah, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. And <laughs> what like it or not, it doesn't count. And, and Disney has... Actually, I want to say Lucasfilm because Disney just owns them, but Lucasfilm still runs the show. So Lucasfilm has a idea of this new canon moving forward, and it's actually pretty good. Um, a lot of people need to wait and see Episode Nine and how everything ties into each other <coughs> to make a judgment of right. the Last Jedi is the worst movie ever made. It's a bullshit. It's a, but that's all they say. They don't give you any constructive criticism about it either. Yeah. Oh, it's got a bunch of plot holes. Well, well, yeah, the, it's a second act. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, the, the the Luke Skywalker thing was the biggest thing that I think everyone was having an issue with. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I, I don't know what are some of the other I was reading. It was funny to me, all right, because I'm sort of all over the place here. Sorry. Um, sure, sure. <laughs> when uh, when I saw it, I was like, "Yo, that movie was fucking awesome!" Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why it just worked for me the first time. And sure. then. I go home and I had been avoiding the internet so I didn't get it spoiled and I see all the stuff about like what the fuck did I just see oh that might be the last time that I ever see that movie and I'm like I don't understand what's wrong so I read an article about what people's problems were with the movie right then my girlfriend and I went through this whole list of what people didn't like and we were explained everything away basically 
mm-hmm. to each other. And I was like, well, I just, you know, found my way around all of those things that people didn't like, I guess so. But, oh, yeah. I mean, you I know, mean... a lot of it was like the, the, uh, the humor of the movie. The slapstick comedy, right. like the caretakers on uh, on Octo Octu, right? Octu, yes. Um, and there was like that kind of slapsticky stuff, like oh, she blows the hole in the building, and then they have to fix it, and they're all pissed off. Yeah. Or... See, I, I I like that. Right. What, I, what the humor is, um, this okay. So for this is an example, and again, this is coming from me to built this movie up for the last two years is because, and why I was taken out of the movie is because um at the end of the uh. Of Force Awakens, right. Ray is standing there, and he's got she's got the saber at Luke, and there's this emotional. I mean, she's crying, he's crying, or it looks like he's crying. The music is blasting, right? And, and we cut, and it's and it left off on such a note that oh my god, it's gonna be such a an emotional thing. And then the scene in <laughs> Last Jedi, he just takes the saber and tosses it over his shoulder and walks away. Yeah. yeah. Now the first time I saw it, I was like, the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I really did. I was like, I turned to Chris and I just looked. I go, what is it? What is this? Right. And but the second time when he did it and he walked away and his look and then her reaction, I paid attention this time. Sure. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I still wouldn't have liked him to toss it over his shoulder. I like he should have just handed it back to her and then walked away. Yeah. yeah. Like, go, like, here, take this and go away. Leave me alone. That would have been more acceptable. But I get the, you know, there's supposed to be humor. Well, and, I think and it was supposed to be were, uh, jarring too. Yeah, it's and I like think because again, expect. yeah, and you got to look at his reaction walking away, and then her reaction, and then it's like, like he is dead set on not having her on that island, yeah. and so he's gonna disrespect her any way he can, and so it's like this won't bring me back. You leave me alone, leave you know. So you have to read into it a little bit, and that was like some of the humor that really took me out of the movie at the first time, but now it's like. It's okay, you know, mm-hmm. because honestly, in J.J. Uh, Abrams in The Force Awakens, his humor that he put in the movie, I was, I, I, I cringed after I watched it a few times. Like, you know, some of the stuff he put in with Han Solo's dialogue, I was like, oh, right. that's, that's not stupid. So what's a bigger Death Star? I'm like, come on, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but it's not enough for me to hate the film. No. Okay. So I, I did myself a, a, a justice, and so did Chris, and so did uh, Scott Solo, uh, Ernie, the, everybody on our podcast. Um, Joey's the only one. Bootleg is the only one that, that saw it and didn't like it again uh, for different reasons. I don't know if he's come around a little bit, like a little bit he has, he but was, he still has problems. He was a little higher when I heard him on with uh, like with Rich and Adrian, and when he yeah. recorded that show, uh, the RLU Weekly one. It was, yeah. He was a little higher on it. He voted on at least liked it. He didn't. He wasn't well, the he, one guy that hated it. Yeah, he voted on the uh, like an. Uh, he went from like a four to an eight or something, but then he went back down to like a five when we were talking. And I go, he said, "You can't, you can't hate the movie. You have to take it all. We're Star Wars fans. This is what yeah. we do. We take it in, and we, we we go with this. Now, a lot of people, Star Wars fans, the people that I say again, um, have their expectations." And the biggest complaint was, hey, guys, I hope Last Jedi isn't a rehash of Empire Strikes Back. I hope it's not the same movie. You know, they have to come up with something more creative. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan Johnson goes, here's this movie, something completely out of left field and something completely sure. creative. And people are going, what the fuck? You ruined Star Wars. You ruined my whole childhood. Sure, I'm, sure. <laughs> you know, so it's a lose-lose on that front, you know. Yeah. And, and I think what people have to do is get over it. And because, again, second act, let it 
play out. Let things play out. If you didn't like mm-hmm. Luke's arc, which me to me personally, it was Luke's arc was fantastic. I never had a problem with it. I love the fact that he died at the end and became one with the Force because he's going to come back as such an influence in Nine. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. And you know he should he should die at this point. You know uh, the Skywalker saga to me is going to have to end in Nine. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only Skywalker left, right? Well, there's two: is is uh, Leia and Kylo Ren. You know, and we all know Leia is not going to be in nine, right? Or if she is, they might. I don't know how they're going to do her send off or or whatever. So, but Kylo Ren's going to die. Uh, to me, in my personal opinion, he's going to die in nine, and that's going to be the bookends of you have nine movies, and that's the Skywalker saga. And sure. people are going, well, then he, how can you have another redemption story? I'm all. Who says Kylo Ren's going to be redeemed? Right. You know, you, the, to me, he could die a villain yeah, and yeah. still be a bookends. And the Skywalkers had a big impact on the galaxy moving forward. But yeah, it's jumping ahead to speculation on nine. That's, you know, theory talking on that. Point. Sure, so, sure. But um, well, why don't we, I really uh, like the Skywalker arc. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, why don't we talk more about um, the things that we like about this movie? Sure, um, sure. Because I, I, you know, the thing is, for everything that we say that uh, people are mad about the movie or that they dislike about it, to a degree I can understand where they're coming from because it comes from a place of passion. It comes from a, right. a place of love. Expectations, um, you know, people, uh, yeah, it's yeah, expectations, yeah. you know. I agree. But I think there's a lot to like in this movie, um, uh, you know, right through just the way the movie looks and the... Yeah, the the beautiful visual of it. Um, it has some great characters. It has some kind of unnecessary characters. Sure. Um, it's definitely not the best Star Wars movie. But um, I don't know right. what what was uh, besides the Luke Skywalker stuff. Uh, what else mm-hmm. did you really like about it? Um, honestly, like um, going going through it now, I was really upset that the resistance was reduced to a, a, a slow chase right okay. I, was, I was upset at that like not, not a, I was like okay this is half the movie of this so but I uh, learned to appreciate the end of the resistance in a way so mm-hmm. how we got here to where the first order is pretty much dwindling down the resistance to the final moments I, I grew to like that like yeah right. the, they have to have the most desperate time they have where there's only a dozen of them or you know uh, 20 left you know and that's it and uh-huh. um I thought that was fantastically done because the resistance is now going to become a rebellion again. Right. right. You know what I mean? And the, and the outer rim or the outer friends are going to help them. But going back to the Kylo Ren and Rey arc when they were linked together by Snoke. Yeah, I like that. Oh, my God. And I think the fight scene between with Kylo and Rey against the Praetorian guards. Yes. I don't think I breathed through that whole scene. And, I know, and both times I watched it. Yeah, that's Which, awesome. especially, when, yeah, when when Kylo killed Snoke and um and he's standing there with the saber and Ray grabbed the saber and they just turned back to back. I was like, holy shit, here we go. Uh-huh. You know, like I'm getting goosebumps now. <laughs> I thought that was, uh, perfect. Just the perfect scene. Yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you what is my favorite scene in the entire film is uh, the interaction between Luke Skywalker and R two D two. Yeah, that, that is good. It was. It's it, like a. It, it, it's so. The tearjerker moment there. Oh God, I still I still tear up. Um, it is such an emotional impact that, especially when R two does the projection of Leia and it brings it all back to mm-hmm. a new hope, you know. And I was like, fantastic, God damn it, you know. <laughs> so yeah. Um, 
He even basically says that. He's like, God damn it, R2. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. He goes, that was a cheap shot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there, were so, there were so many good moments, like I said. And then, and then again, when Luke's staring off into the sun as he's done his projection and mm-hmm. as the twin sons again brings it all the way back to A New Hope. It's like, how right. can you not be poetic about this movie? You know, like how can fanboys be so distraught that they can't see the beauty in, in what Luke's art did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right, I, don't, right. I don't understand. <laughs> don't understand. Yeah. Um, and I feel guilty because I was almost there and I was almost like, sure. when I first left the film the first time, I was kind of like, Oh, I don't, I, and like, uh, like Chris made the, the comment and I second the comment was we felt like our Super Bowl team lost, you right, know, right. coming out of the, the first viewing. But, the second time going through and the third time and talking about it, it just was like, I can't believe how good this movie is. It's really good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I'm actually really there as um, this being a very good trilogy. It's shaping up to be awesome. And like I said, people have to wait for nine to plug all the plot holes in. Right. So my, uh, my favorite scene is going to be one that I don't think a lot of people are going to have as their favorite scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh. The, the, it was the part when Chewie kicked in Luke's door <laughs> and then shouted <laughs> yeah, in his yeah. face. <laughs> and yeah. then he's like, Chewie, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I just, yes. I mean, because I love Chewie so much, and that was like, oh, God. it's like, knock, 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 knock. And he's yep. like, I said, go away. And then he's, Chewie just fucking explodes his door like he was Jason in part four. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, it was he just great. screams in his face with the Chewbacca roar. I was like, yes. It's like, that's yeah. what we and needed right there. Im- and it's just immediately drawn into, yeah. where's Han? Yeah. Oh. Um, I was, I really wanted more Chewie in this film. Like, yeah, he was, I was not in to, it as much. Well, I was talking to uh, the guys like this, and I said, you know what? He just saw his best friend die in the hands of Kylo. Like, well, I wanted Chewie to be, like, Wookiee Rage in this thing, man. I wanted him to be, like, you yeah, know, almost he, on uh, he just sat suicide mission. Yeah, just, like, waited like going time. after everything First Order and just destroying everything and, and then right. going out in a blaze of glory. Like, I don't want Chewie to die, right. but if he's going to die, I want him shooting down, you know, something good. And then, um, you know, so I was kind of disappointed. He didn't really have a big role in this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, and also disappointed that R2-D2 and C-3PO have not been together, like in a whole movie in a long time. Right. But again, you know, this is not their story anymore. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, th- I liked, um, I liked the stuff with with Poe and Leia, and like that whole kind of mm-hmm. dynamic that mm-hmm. they did. Um, yeah, I, I do agree. Like the the Finn and Rose thing, I wasn't like it was like okay, this is fun, but then the fact that it went nowhere and it yeah. dragged on too long kind of made it feel like it was just padded out. Uh, I, I no, didn't I didn't hate that part, but that. I like it. Like it's it's yeah, fine. Chris, Chris made a, a good point on that scene on the whole uh, Finn Rose arc of them going and try to get the master decoder or the, uh, right. the code master and then they said they you know they failed their mission right um the resistance failed their missions right and it was almost like we'd never seen like the like a failure of that point where something happened in the movie that had no impact because it, they failed right and that was the kind of like oh my god you know you're right you know the first order had the upper hand on this the whole time sure you know, they drug them through hyperspace and the, the missions they were trying to get away with them failed so we're not used to that kind of uh, things were the right, side right. mission yeah, led my, to nothing. <laughs> uh, my, my girlfriend liked that part more than I did too. Like That was kind of her okay. point of view on that was like, well, you have to see them fail to you know, 
come back, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's well, what I think a lot of this movie. It was the yeah. failure movie, you know. They everything went yeah. to shit, basically. Yeah. Well, they have to dwindle to almost like I said that there is no more resistance. The Republic was wiped out in, in a Force Awakens. Right. You know, they they wiped it out with Starkiller Base, so that there was no government anymore. So now the resistance mm-hmm. was on their own, and they were being pretty much systematically destroyed. In the beginning of this film, throughout mm-hmm. the end, there was only a dozen of them left. Right. And they, they did that distress signal saying, we have friends. But the whole theme of the, the film is like, or one of the themes is, they needed the spark, right? The, right. The spark. And Luke Skywalker, the legend of Luke Skywalker, is that spark. Him projecting himself at the Battle of Crate and, you know, facing off with Kylo and uh, surviving all those blasters. Nobody knew that was a hologram, so all right. those stories are going to go back. And, like, Luke Skywalker is back. I'm going to take up arms now. You know, I'm uh-huh. going to go fight the resist- with the Resistance and the Rebels because Luke is back and we have him on our side. And that's the, the legend of Luke Skywalker coming back. How did you, you know? feel about, um, you know, the reveal that Rey wasn't of royal blood? Mm-hmm. So that's still a, a – so, okay, so a lot of us think that's not final. But okay. that's something that, um, she like in her mind, she knows what she knows. Okay. So if she know if she believes her parents to be dead and nobodies, then that's what the force or that dark side when she went into the dark side mirror thing showed yes. her. Showed her like this is what. You, first off, you don't need to know who your parents are. You just remember what she said. She didn't say who uh-huh. are my parents. She just said show me my parents. Right. So, you know, she obviously knows who they are or, uh, you know, presumably, but she wants probably like to confirm that they're still alive or whatever. And then when Kylo saw into her mind, he was just reiterating what she knew because, you know, like I I was thinking he didn't know anything more than what she knew. She was he was just uh, because she was convinced of it. He saw it and he just repeated it to her. And she's like, yeah, there there were nobody. I'm nobody, you know, um. And even if it's true, okay, let's put it this way. Even if it's true and she came from nobody, muggle parents. Right. Right. All right. Um, well, that's, that's, I had to come to grips with that too. That was one of the things as a fanboy, you know, we come to grips because we always thought, you know, the, the beginning of this trilogy, I think I go, oh, no, Ray has to be a Skywalker because, you know, the, the name has to live on and all that stuff. Then I start thinking, well, no, it doesn't. It can die with Kylo, it could die with Leia, it could die with Luke. And then Ray could just be something that the Force chose to, you know, to make something of her, you know, uh, the opposite of Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is being growing stronger in the dark side, and Ray is her his counterpart. Right, right. You know, um, well, and, and, and the reason, yeah. Well, when we uh, when I talked about this with Marissa, um, mm-hmm. you know, the thing that we kept coming back to is like, well, it's it's fine that she's not a Skywalker because right. how many other Jedi's have there been? that exactly. weren't skywalkers you know so. oh no you go back to like mace windu right and you go back to like the prequel era where they had the jedi console right yeah none of them were skywalkers right and i Obi-Wan and, I, and, and I, I get that all those guys but we don't know what yeah and we don't know their backstories like what right. kind of lineage they came from sure you know what i mean so it's possible ray was born of muggle parents we call them muggles right right um <laughs> you know and and it's possible that she could get if she is connected to but but the, here's the thing. I keep going back. She's connected to the lightsaber. Okay. Because in The Force Awakens, she says the Maskatana, 
gives her the lightsaber and says, the lightsaber calls to you. It was Anakin's and then it was Luke's, but now it's yours. So that made me think, like, why is the lightsaber calling to just a random force user? Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? So, Unless again, it's just that she's the only, like, force-sensitive person and it's the only force-sensitive object around. It could be. Yeah, it could like be. That. Like, you're right. You're right. But, it could be just, well, well, you're at the right place at the right time kind of Right, deal. right. Um, you know, and that might be what Ryan Johnson set up here. And who knows what J.J. Abrams is going to do in 9 to if he's even going to address it or he's just going to leave it as that, as that. So, you know, there's a lot of things to ponder there. Like, you right. know, if she's so powerful, like a lot of people, another controversy thing is she's so powerful. How can anybody just, you know, that's just she's overpowered mm-hmm. and Kylo Ren is overpowered. And I'm like, well, if you listen to the dialogue, what Snoke was saying mm-hmm. um, to Kylo at the beginning of the film and, and throughout the film, he was saying, like, you know, you your counterpart is becoming more powerful, you know, by the minute. And even Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens says, the longer she's here, the more powerful she's becoming. Like, she's discovering her powers. And the, if if you take to heart the the, the title of Force Awakens, it awoken in, in Rey, and she even says, something inside me has always been there, now it's awoke, right? Right. Well, don't you think, like, if she's, her, if she's Kylo Ren's counterpart, don't you think the Force is speeding it up to match the powers that's why she's become like she's learning so fast she's becoming powerful by the minute um and that's why snoke was so desperate to kill her or find her and and have kylo ren kill her because you know he's going to surpass him at at one point so right right i mean this is all speculation but it's there you know yeah uh i talk a lot i know no 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 Well, it's good because you have a much greater understanding of this stuff than I do. I feel like it's more you're answering questions for me that I had. Oh, cool. So, That's what we do. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I um, I loved uh, the way that the story went in this movie. Uh, I, I do think um, it, like the space chase thing was mm-hmm. was a little bit of like a plot convenience. Um, kind of like the way you just pointed out about the, the lightsaber thing. That, that now serves as more of like a plot convenience than anything else. Right. right. Um, but I don't really have any issues with what happened in this movie. I think because I'm a I'm a very big Star Wars fan, but I'm not like a, a diehard or whatever you would call it. Sure. sure. It's not my like my number one thing. Right. Um, although I do put it above Marvel and DC. Oh, cool. And pop culture. <laughs> um, there you go. But um, <laughs> it's... You know, I'm not that attached to it that I like to see it mm-hmm. go in a weird direction. Um, I like to see shit change and get mixed up mm-hmm. and, and twist it around. Sport. True story progression. Well, yeah, yeah. And... It, it goes somewhere else for once. Yeah. Like you said, it, it's different. And um, honestly, it was kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they, they have strong characters that they're they're doing engaging things to them. And then, so like we talked about yeah. the comedy before. My experience with it was... I laughed at it the first time, and that made me feel one way about the movie, where I, I liked right. it, but I was like, oh, this is funny. And then the second right. time I saw it, I didn't laugh at the comedy because I was expecting it to happen. Right, right. Um, but it didn't make it worse for me. It just made the movie more serious and able mm-hmm. to focus on something else. Yeah, and then you can start so, seeing the angles. and Yeah, yeah and I, I think like way earlier we kind of hinted at the subject of um, – that if you uh, you know you watch something once and you don't you're like I like this but I don't exactly know everything and I need to see it more and that's mm-hmm. you know obviously it's coming back up now where 
you see it a second time and you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't quite catch that or, or right. like, oh, right. I didn't pay as much attention to this because I knew it was going to happen. So I was able to focus on another thing or. Right. Um, I, I think it's, I think it was great. I mean, to me, I had no issues with it. I, I ranked it in the, the loved it category myself in our poll. Right. Um, right. I and I mean, you know, we have the accusations of like, are they Disney fying this movie? Um, that's another argument that we actually have too yeah Uh, i mean to me like i'm a sucker for cute shit which mm -hmm, for -hmm. some reason being a horror guy i'm a sucker for like cute fuzzy things (laughs) so not only did they have porgs but they had baby porgs and i'm like what baby porgs love the porgs i I did love the porgs yeah and the baby porgs were even better and and i don't (laughs) even consider the porgs disney whatsoever okay like there's this there's um it's you know it's a kind of a, con- a touchy subject sometimes like when we sit around and we talk Star Wars is that the concern was Disney is taking over and they're gonna Disneyfy Star Wars and I'm thinking right. like if I if I remember back from childhood all the way down now Star Wars has never been a um it's always been a PG family movie always the first <laughs> PG thirteen movie yeah, yeah. was was uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay, the sixth film of the of being film. Right. That was the PG thirteen. Okay, everything has been PG. Now, I don't understand. Like, you know, there's been Disney movies that are more violent than Star Wars that are that are Disney movies. Right. You know, and and I don't understand a lot of the comments of oh, Star Wars is becoming too Disney. It's like, well, I think it's always been there. It's just that now we put that stigma of Disney on it. Now we're looking. You yeah, know, yeah. we're we're looking for the the cutesy bubbly. Now there's a few things like okay, so Rose's character to me, and I'll be a little bit contradictory to myself. Rose's character, some of her dialogue was that where I would find in, in a typical Disney movie. Sure, yeah, you know? she seemed like a like mm-hmm. a Disney too bubbly at times. Yeah, show. exactly. Um, and that's where I think people say, "Oh, that's Disney right there." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right in a way. You're right in a way." But I don't think Disney as a company has any influence or say so with a giant of like Lucasfilm, even right. though Disney owns Lucasfilm. Right. Lucasfilm does their own stuff. Now, mm-hmm. I could say, uh, is it safe to say Lucasfilm changes things to make it Disney without Disney, you know, Disney coming out there? And I think, yeah, probably. Kathleen Kennedy is not Disney people. Kathleen Kennedy is Lucasfilm. Right. She always was. And, you know, she might have an, an identity with Disney saying, you know what? Uh, we're going to put this in a movie. We're going to leave it here because it appeals more towards this audience. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can't have, you know, Luke Skywalker dropping F-bombs. It's never been in that way. No, That's no. stupid. I would I would actually be very turned off yeah. if they made a rated R uh, Star Wars film. You no, know? I don't want, like, um, Star Wars Deadpool. No, and I'm just stupid. And, yeah. and uh, so there's a, there's, a, there's a stigma of the Disney logo, the Disney brand being associated with, with uh, Star Wars. But... George Lucas has always had a relationship with Disney, like always, you know, yeah. um, from, you know, it started all the way back from having Star Tours at Disneyland. I mean, he, right, he right. sells his product to the family oriented, you know, audience. And, you know, what's funny is that uh, a lot of a lot of people goes, well, you know, because Disney owns it, we'll never have a Star Wars film that I love, like, like I could get behind. And I'm like, how, how long have you been? I've, I've been watching Star Wars forever. Mm-hmm. But oh, they'll never make a Disney, a Star Wars that I want. I'm like, if they haven't made a Star Wars that you wanted in nine films, then you're in the wrong genre. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should it's watch just, something else. Yeah, and I think people are just mad just to be mad, and they, like I said, 
there's a lot of you know walk in a room and try to start an argument because yeah. they they don't want to they don't want to admit that Disney is actually a very good company you know? right right and they make very good product and I'm proud to be a Star Wars fan and to have the Disney stamp on it mm-hmm. I you know um, I don't understand it's never been a rated R punch in the face movie no it no. just never has so it's always about the journey the adventure this the the emotion right you know there's so much more to 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 star wars than you know explosions right you right. know so um um when when this movie ends here you know we end kind of in a sort of a downer mm-hmm. thing you know they're all kind of there's yeah. there's only you know the main characters left and, and right. luke goes off into the forest whether he's fully dead or not or whatever and right. uh, you know kylo is bad now and not redeemable mm-hmm. seemingly right um and then when it ends, we uh, we have this thing about where you know, they show the the kid that has the force power that pulls the broom right. to himself. Right. And uh, um, I, you know I think that's obviously a big point of speculation now. Where is this kid immediately a factor in the next movie, um, or is this, this play is where... a part into like this this Ryan Johnson proposed non Skywalker oh. trilogy? Right, so I've heard I've heard that, and, but here's here's my take on that scene, on the end scene, and pretty much I could speak for like you know some of the Starlight guys. Right. Um, that end scene was specific to show that there's people out there in the in the galaxy that are, like I said, that that whole scene before that the kids are talking about how Luke Skywalker single-handedly won right. in a language, and they have Luke Skywalker as a doll, and they're saying that this is the legend of him. This is why people will take up arms against the First Order, against tyranny, against all the bad people. Okay. And so the kid at the end showing, yes, there's Force users out there. And he takes the ring and he puts and he turns it to like the rebel symbol. Mm-hmm. And it means like like the, the galaxy is going to have to take up arms because the spark of Luke Skywalker has been ignited. Right, right. And, and that's to me just show – I don't think that kid's going to ever come back to play. And I don't think that's the cent- the center of Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. I think that sure. is to show that it's more there symbolic. Is- yeah, exactly. And it's going to show that the okay. galaxy has to uprise. It can't be just a rebellion anymore. Mm-hmm. It has to be the entire galaxy is going to have to to stand up to the first order at this point. Okay. And they're they were waiting for a spark, and the spark is again the the legend of Luke Skywalker returning in their minds, and of course the resistance not really dying yet leia is still alive as we know it sure. ray has sure. got you know it's ended as ray being the new hero the, the their force user you know the, the uh, it's going to be almost like where the story is going to come out she was luke's padawan you know what i mean so and the and and the the friends of the uh, the distress call that they sent out are they going to answer it and the whole galaxy is going to have to come up and and fight Okay. And that's, I think that's what's going to happen in nine. And, um, yeah, so yeah, that the kid at the end, was just a symbolic thing. Yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, not that it's directly related to this movie, but, um, I guess sort sure. of in a way, but with this, uh, this non Skywalker trilogy that we were told about. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. the one thing that I uh, took away from this movie is now we have the reveal supposedly that Ray isn't a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So does that mm-hmm. mean she's potentially in line to be part of the next trilogy too? Like they could um, continue this. So the or would they, that still uh, be like the Skywalker story, even if like say Leia's yes. gone and Kylo's dead yeah. and yeah, because the the wording was Ryan Johnson was to uh, make a new set of tri- a new trilogy set. It said set far far away 
Okay. Um, unrelated to anything that we've known, and we've okay. never even. They said it's also going to be something that we've never even touched on. Okay. Like, like none of the canon, you know, nothing like that. So it's going to be a <laughs> brand new. Probably like we're speculating, like you know, okay, it's the center of the galaxy that maybe in the background, the galactic war is still going on, or maybe the after effects. So maybe Ray is a legend mm -hmm. in their own mind, but it's it's not necessarily directly influenced. Right. Right. It's, so, it's there though. So after nine, we're probably done with her, other probably. than small parts. Yeah, I think, um, like my opinion, again, I could, I don't know what the future is yet. Nothing's been officially announced, but mm -hmm. um, I think that nine is going to end Ray, that whole thing. I don't think we're going to get a 10, 11, 12 that's going to deal with Ray and her adventures. Because again, okay. on a shelf, when you put episodes one through nine on a shelf, and you're like, this is in this point of the Star Wars lore, this is the Skywalker saga. Okay. You know? And you take it as good or bad. Even Kylo being bad at the end and he dying, meaning like, oh, the Skywalker's ended on a down note, mm -hmm. still could be good for the galaxy. Right. You know what I mean? Because Rey came, whatever. It, 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 it spawned Rey, even though Skywalkers were born of the Force and then died. So if you look at it that way, I think that it makes more sense that it would end at 9. Like, there wouldn't be a 10, 11, 12. The okay. new trilogy Brian Johnson's doing could be just a breakoff movie, but they're just doing three of them. There doesn't have to be an episode. Okay. It could just be, you know, here's here's one, two, and three. Right, right. Okay. So. Uh, no, that was it was something that came to my mind, but I I kind of figured. I mean, even she's not a Skywalker, but she's been affiliated with them and tra right. trained yeah. by him, obviously. So. Yeah, as far as we connected. know, it's supposed to be completely separated from everything that we've known. So. Right. Right. No, that's good. Um, I mean, I think... Let's talk about uh, Leia. Um, Leia. Like, yeah. that's a controversy thing. Like, like Leia said... It was said to have a send-off in this movie, right? Like, right. you know, Carrie Fisher had passed. And I didn't get a sense of there was a send-off in this movie. You know, she survived till the end. Mm -hmm. um, she did have closure. She had that really great scene with Luke Skywalker mm -hmm. and the closure. You know, Luke apologized and all that stuff. That was so good. That was mm -hmm. such a good scene. And I felt like if they did kill Leia off in this in the last next one, I think I would be okay with it because right. of that scene. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Her spacewalk thing though was still a little weird to me. Yeah, I but, didn't really like uh, it that much, but okay, more so because like my my immediate thought of it was like um, that she never showed really any signs mm -hmm. of being able to use it at all, and then all of a sudden she has well, that's seemingly why that the most there. physically powerful. <laughs> Ability. I think that scene is there to show us that she had the force the whole time, mm -hmm. and um, she used it right there to tell us Lo Leia is strong with the force, but she doesn't use it like Luke. Like she doesn't use it in combat or anything. Mm -hmm. She has her, a different way of using it because, in Return of the Jedi, Luke even says, "You know, I have it. My father has it, and you will have it. And in time, you will learn to use it." Yeah, I would have liked to have just seen it like I guess watered I down too. a little bit, like like maybe oh, yeah. she gets blown out. And then is floating, but then sees some sort of a cable with a hook on it and uses the force yeah, to like exactly. pull that onto her belt. Or I something. know it is kind of a weird scene to 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 watch. Mm -hmm. I think on paper it might sound good, mm -hmm. but then visually, be, and, and honestly, like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy did it twice. Right. You know, in their movies, the whole the whole surviving that and, mm -hmm. and it kind of like okay, well, this is the third time I'm seeing this. But anyway, right, right. And yeah, again, on paper it might sound good, but. Uh, it does come off a little weird and, and um, kind of goofy. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give everybody that. I, uh, I, I like that I, she didn't die that way. Like I wouldn't have. I liked did too because it was too that. way too um soon. Right. Way too soon. 
And people are going, well, she, you know, Leia should have been the one that light speeded through the sh- the the uh, star destroyer, you know, Snoke right. ship, and everything, and killed herself. And I'm thinking, well, it's easy to say that without knowing what Nine is going to bring. Right. Um, because well, it, it would be a good opportunity, except that we wouldn't have gotten the scene of there you go. her and you know saying Absolutely. goodbye. So. And a hundred percent right. And a lot of people are saying, even going back to what should have been, is they would have put Luke Skywalker on crate physically, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, but you lose so much emotion if you do that. To know that he was still on the island and doing this in the projection that mm-hmm. inevitably took his life, because Kylo Ren even said it in the film, right? When when him and Ray were having a connection, he says, "Are you doing this?" He says, "No," because the effort would kill you. That was precursoring. Right. Luke's why it killed Luke, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then to have him sitting on the rock with the twin sons is beautiful. I want to paint that. Like, I, I think yeah, I want right. to paint that. You know what I mean? So it's so cool because everybody knows the farm boy Luke staring off at the sons earning for adventure. Yeah. You know, and here it is come full circle. And and like I said, people put too much emphasis in Luke's powers when it comes to their idea of their childhood hero sure they have to realize like really put in perspective if the eu is gone and this new canon come up there's no reason why luke wouldn't act the way he acted, right right you know right well, and he, in the, in the defensive would... and the, uh, oh go ahead. sorry no i was saying the eu was so convoluted and messed up anyway the continuity was gone like mm-hmm. people cannot take the old legends as gospel because there was like every almost every book contradicted each other right you know it wasn't uh, because it wasn't um, sanctioned. It was approved by Lucasfilm, but they were like, it's just, you know, this isn't true. They Luke, George Lucas always said these, the movies are gospel. You guys do like your own version of whatever's going on. Okay. And a lot of fans like, oh no, Luke Skywalker is like this huge icon. Hmm. And the mo- and what Last Jedi did is kind of put that, the idea of Luke as being a legend and an icon is true. But the reality is he wasn't and he wasn't capable right, of right. being, you know, there's a, Again, I put that you know, we put this thought in because that's what we do every day, right? right. And um, I was kind of uh, upset at my own community because they, they, like I said, a lot of them can't see past their own nose at this point. Sure. And they're still like porgs. It's like, but porgs were bi- uh, were brilliant, <laughs> you know? Right. The porgs are brilliant. So. Yeah. Well, even Luke acting weird is like, I mean, you can't yeah. you can't really blame him. He's living right. in isolation. He's only got. He went there to die. He's, yeah. He's only got blue walrus milk to <laughs> yeah. drink. Again, a little bit weird, weird in, in weird swordfish. <laughs> yeah. So, to eat, so there's there's a little bit of weirdness to it, but if you really look at all the Star Wars films, they're not they're not all. Um, we built them up because that's that's what we know and we watched. And then right. when you see something new that takes place on screen, I guarantee you, in in years down the line, people are gonna look at this film and be like, "This is." A brilliant film probably one of my favorite films you know yeah, as far as the yeah. star wars saga just because of how impactful it's going to be right you know um i heard a lot of stories like a lot of people's favorite movie is empire strikes back mm-hmm. and i heard a lot of interviews and a lot of reactions back in 1980 when it came out people hated the movie and did the same reaction star wars fans who love the new hope hated empire mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah i think um before we we're gonna wrap up shortly here but when we sure when we do um, I want to read this funny thing, and then I'll put it in our Facebook post after, or Facebook sure. group afterwards to find it. But it was something that my my brother, or no, one of my friends had posted, I think. But it was like this funny thing where 
Um, you know the Facebook flashbacks where they say, like, however many years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, yes. <clears throat> it was it was like a whole Facebook flashback to 37 years ago, and it was somebody <laughs> that was uh, pissed off about Empire Strikes Back. Really? So yeah. It was it was made as a joke, obviously, but... Um, right. But it's true. I mean, like, people had... Like, um, Return of the Jedi, people were almost rioting because of the Ewoks, mm -hmm. you know? I, I, I mean, I was only seven when that movie came out, but I remember reading articles right. and saying people just, people were, like, boycotting Return of the Jedi because of how can teddy bears beat uh, the Empire. That's my favorite character in all Star Wars. I love Ewoks. Ewoks. I love them. And that's the whole thing. I watched the movie as a whole as three acts because, again, too young to anticipate and all that stuff, right? So we read into it nowadays that where a second act might devastate you for a second, but then that third movie comes out and ties it all together. You know, this trilogy is going to be really good. Yeah, I think I have like 30-something Ewok figures. They're frequently <laughs> featured nice. in my, in my yes. photography. Yes, uh, I, uh, I mean, overall, I, I just, right from the beginning, mm -hmm. I loved the movie. And I think <laughs> watching it a second time, I... I don't want to say that I liked it better because I liked it a lot the first time. I just liked it different. Like it yeah. was, it was different to watch it again. Yep. And again, the the when you expect certain things to happen in the movie, then you're not waiting for them to happen, and you focus on other things. Right. Uh, so both times I really um, enjoyed it quite a bit, and I you know went with my girlfriend one time, once with my son. Mm. Uh, so two different experiences too, and um, you know who I went with as far as their enjoyment of it as well but i mean they both they right. both loved it too so yeah oh so, it's, no it's a great here. it's a great movie yeah no it's a great great film and uh i'm kind of glad i went through the first reaction myself right. but also i'm kind of like frustrated that the, the community is still trying to find the flaws where if they just you know take a set back and maybe watch it again with a different view i'm not trying to tell people how they should mm -hmm. like a movie but i'm just right, saying right. like hey guys you know this is star wars and try to plug in the pieces and see if it makes sense to you if it doesn't hey, right. i you know i did i tried but so yeah. what um what did you end up giving the movie for a rating out of see this rating spans the star wars saga and okay. of the star wars movie this is to me it, i started at a six and a half the first viewing <coughs> and i'm i'm at an eight and a half at this at this point okay and it might even go up to a nine you know honestly like mm -hmm. uh, the more i the more I theory craft into it, and the more I watch it again, it might even it might creep up to a nine. Yeah. And yeah. Empire being like a ten to me, you know, it's it's just, it's a really good score. Yeah, I I have it at the same score actually, eight and a half too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was funny because I was gonna say, if um if if you were at an eight, I was gonna say so which is the better one between uh, Halloween and oh <laughs> and uh, this one, but. It's funny it's because like, two I, movies can have the same score, and one is so much better than the other. Oh but it's God, just yeah. yeah, because that's what of I'm what it is. Exactly, like I said, uh, in this in the scheme of Star Wars, this is an eight and a half. Right. But it in everything, you know, Halloween the remake would be like a, a one, and this would be, you know what I mean? Like, right, this, right. and this would be, you know, something where I enjoy so much more than I do. Right. A, a Halloween remake, yeah. So uh -huh. that's funny. Um. Yeah. Right. You can only watch those two guys rape the chick in front of Michael Myers so many times. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> uh, when I was re-watching that again, I was like, I forgot this was here. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, all right. Well, I think we um, we covered that pretty well. Uh, I found this this post here. I'll I'll end with this. Okay. And then, uh, like I said, I'll put this in the Facebook group when the episode comes out. So if people want to see it, they can read yeah. it too. Uh, 37 years ago, see your memories from Facebook. Uh, the account is called Your Equally Stupid Dad. <laughs> uh, May 22nd, 1980, which obviously there wasn't Facebook back then. Right. Um, referring to The Empire Strikes Back, it says, Just saw the new Star Wars, and it's total garbage. They ruined Luke, and they ruined Star Wars. First, Luke abandons his friends because a ghost told him to. And then he dismisses the ghost warnings to go save them. Then they retcon his parents and he loses. Uh, so what happened to writing endings? Question mark, exclamation point. The whole Cloud City subplot is just pointless and a social justice warrior excuse to introduce a black character who is in command. Wow. In parentheses, also Leia is a captain now. WTF feminists and parentheses. Wow. And, and don't give up and don't even get me started on Boba Fett. Total letdown after all that build up. Overall, oh, it's identical. Uh, overall, the whole thing was riddled with poor attempts at humor. Even Darth Vader has one-liners, totally killing the mood and huge uh-huh. plot holes. They don't even tell you the emperor's backstory either. Uh it ends with Oh my god. Just save your $2.50 and don't even bother. $2.50. Oh my god. Dude, you know what? And and ask any diehard Star Wars fan what's their favorite film today. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Crazy. It's, well, mine's Return of the so Jedi identical. because of the Ewoks, but, but Empire oh, is yeah, second. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Empire, yeah, exactly. But it was, it's, that's that's hilarious. I'm going to cut and paste that everywhere <laughs> I go now. Yeah. I'll uh, once When this comes out on, uh, it should be Tuesday that we'll, you'll first be hearing this. Um, cool. I'll put it in the Facebook page at the same time so people can yeah. see it themselves. Oh my too. God, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, somebody else had reposted that and I grabbed it a while back, so a week ago maybe. That's great. But uh, good. All right. So yeah, yeah. if you guys are still listening, thanks for listening to us talk about Star Wars Definitely. instead of horror. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>